Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Bob is all ready to go. Bob. Bob. Bold. Opinionated. Bob. The audience is listening to the Bob. Cordaro Show. Y'all ready for this? Seven minutes now after nine o'clock. Indeed, it is the Bob Cordaro Show, but he is on vacation. I'm Frank Andrews filling in, and I'm glad to be here. How are you folks doing this morning? Yep, it's a very busy day. I have lots and lots to talk about. Of course, the big news news is the fact that we are now heading into the second year of the war in Ukraine. And I found it interesting that yesterday at St. Vladimir's Church in uh, West Granton, they had a prayer service for the victims of the war in Ukraine. And I remember when this thing started, and I I'm sure many of you do remember as well. Uh, the pastor there, you know, was raising money for Ukraine. And, you know, there was so much interest in what was going on in Ukraine. I mean, people were, uh, you know, w- putting the flags on their car. And, you know, there was so much going on about the support for Ukraine. And I think some of that has waned just a little bit. And I think, you know, there, there's an element of people who are just concerned about all the money that is being sent to Ukraine. But it's interesting. There is a, a survey out today. And I'm wondering if you would agree with the survey. The survey says that 50% of the American people believe that we should continue to support financially and with weapons uh, the war in Ukraine. Now, that's not a great number, 50%. That means that 50% do not support it. And I'm just wondering what you think. I mean, the war in Ukraine has become controversial, which is very strange. Now, sometime today, uh, the, the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, is supposed to speak as uh, as things kind of of, you know, move into the second year. And there was a U.N. resolution yesterday condemning Russia and calling for peace. Of course, there were six countries that voted against that uh, resolution, including China, including North Korea, including some of the countries that are allied with China, including Russia, of course. But anyway, I'm just wondering. I'm, I'm really, really wondering because we had such a, a strong, 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 strong support for Ukraine, especially in this area. You know, where you are, do you believe we should continue to support it. Which 50% are you on? Are you with the 50% that says we should continue to support it? Are you with the 50% that say we're spending too much money there? By the way, completely aside from that, um, it is really, really windy out there. I mean windy. So just please, please be uh, be aware of that. Now, let's see. We got uh, uh, Chaz from Greenfield Township on the air. What's on your what's going on, Chaz? What's on your mind? Oh, I just want to mention, 52 years ago from this Sunday at the uh, Watchers Armory, there was a Steppenwolf concert. 
And the 8th Street Bridge from Exeter in Wyoming was the opening act. And the tickets were like $5. (laughs) (laughs) Those days are gone forever. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was really neat because when you walked in, there were no seats. It was a big gymnasium, and you sat on the floor. Now was that around was, was that around the time that Steppenwolf did uh, uh, you know the the song for that what was that movie that uh, Peter Fonda was in Steppenwolf Oh uh, yes uh, Easy Rider Easy Rider was that around the same time because that would have generated yep. all the interest right Steppenwolf oh, yeah, yeah, now yeah. It, you know there's two elements to that chess first of all Steppenwolf but second of all I don't even know if they use the Watchers armor anymore do they. No, I don't think so. No. I think I think it's locked no. down. But I mean, I I remember being in there for boxing. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I saw. Yeah, I, mean, I know. We would go in there for boxing, but they would they would either have live boxing, you know, you not not big names, but we would go in there and they would have big screen for like Muhammad Ali and so you know some of uh, George Foreman, you know, some of the people there. But we would watch right. it on a big screen. Do you remember that? Yep, yeah. I was I was 15 years old at the time, and that was my first concert. And I couldn't drive, so my friend Ernie, I went with my friend Ernie Lemoncelli, and his <laughs> brother Jim drove us there, you know? And I know and Ernie, too. Watch- Ernie's still around. My first concert yep. was Paul Revere and the Raiders at the Cultural Center. <laughs> oh, uh, cool, cool. <laughs> so, yep. Well, I'm glad you brought up some memories here on this Friday. Let me, let me change the subject and ask you a question. I mentioned coming in that 50 percent of people support the war in ukraine 50 percent say we're spending too much money where are you on the subject i'm kind of on the fence i think we're spending too much money but i think maybe they need to they need to be supported but i think the european countries need to help a little bit more and that seems to be the big issue people are saying you know like trump used to say america has become the piggy bank of the world and that day people don't like that Yep. Oh, I know. I know. We're dishing too much money out to a, a lot of different countries for different things. We're we're giving uh, other countries money to pr- preserve their borders, but we can't preserve our own. Right. Exactly. You know. Well, Chaz, but, thanks for calling. I'm gl- I'm glad you brought that up. That's good memories of the Watchers Armory. Good way to yep. start a Friday. And, thank thank and you. And it's good good uh, talking to you, Frank. Thank you very much. The Watchers Armory. I can remember. I mean that that is a huge facility. I haven't. Th- even thought about the Watrous Armory in a long time. I mean, it is it is what, on uh, Jefferson Avenue by what used to be the Mercy Hospital? Now, what is Mercy called? Regional Hospital. But it is a huge facility, and I don't even know if they use it anymore. They should take it and chop it up and use it for senior housing or something like that. But anyway, uh, 12 minutes now after 9 o'clock. Bob Cordaro Show. I'm Frank Andrews. Somebody texted in and said they read an article where China is calling for a ceasefire between Ukraine and Russia. Now, that's an interesting, interesting development. China is trying to come up with a better face after the balloon, right? I mean, not only were they, you know, doing some spying here on the United States, but said that they were using the balloon spying in different parts of the of the world. And so they look like, you know, secret agent man. And, you know, there's a report today about China. This is the the most bizarre story of the world. China cracking down on Christians in China and saying that the only thing they could worship is President Xi. Now, that is as nutty as you get, but we know that there's persecution of religious beliefs in China, right? I mean, there's so much going on there. But so my, my point there is that they're looking for something that's going to make them look a little better than they are right now because they look terrible. And, you know, brokering a peace in Ukraine would be interesting. Now, they've everybody has said 
that in order for this thing to you know slow down or even stop, there has to be something that will give Putin a ramp off. And I just wonder if China could do that. So again, I, I'm asking, I'm asking the question. I'm asking the question, and and the question is, where are you on the Ukraine situation? Fifty percent of people in this poll say that they support America's involvement in Ukraine. Fifty percent say they do not. And yesterday at St. Vladimir's Church, they had a prayer service for the victims of Ukraine. You know, we we kind of lost track of that. In the beginning, we were so concerned about what was happening. Now it's been pushed, pushed off page one. In fact, there's even been criticism. Zelensky was considered to be like the hero of Ukraine for a long time. Now people say when he shows up at the Grammys and he shows up at the Oscars and he shows up here and there that he's just a media hound. And I don't think so. So, you know, somebody just texted and said, well, Frank, where are you? Where are you? Uh, let me let me just read this because I've got a couple people here. Frank, I remember many years ago, Rush Limbaugh. Well, oh boy, there's a name I miss. Rush Limbaugh talking about how Ukraine was one of the most corrupt countries in Europe. Now, this administration is supporting Ukraine. The media is not telling us the entire truth. Um, I, I, you know, I'm sure that there's an element of corruption in just about every country, including the United States. I don't, you know, it, the Republicans have have called for an audit of the money that is spent in Ukraine. And I don't think that's a bad idea, but I don't know that you can do that in the middle of a war. Right. I'm, I'm not sure that you could, you know, find out where all the money is being spent in the middle of a war. But there is something else that's going on here. And I, and I want to, you know, I was thinking about this coming in. I reached out to Lieutenant Colonel Joe Albert just to see if he's around today, because I'd like to get his thoughts. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if he's available today. He's a busy guy. But but anyway, my point there is when Ronald Reagan, you know, what did what did Rush Limbaugh used to call him? Ronaldo Magnificence or something like that. Um, when he was in office, one of the things that he did to build up uh, the United States economy was he put us on a war footing without a war. And what I mean by that is in his defense budget, he put in lots of money for defense. And so all the defense contractors were were uh, were you know building tanks general dynamics and Toby Hanna and all that and i wonder if some of that is the attempt by the biden administration to boost the economy by defense contracts mary mary's on interstate 81 what are you thinking about ukraine mary well i disagree with continuing support i just feel we should take care of our own take care of the border take care of our american citizens and just take care of ourselves. I think we are depleting our resources. And we're depleting our resources needlessly. Take yeah. care of our own. Yeah, you know. Another thing I, I feel is, I believe personally, there's a direct correlation between all these little acts of violence fires in our granaries, the uh, accidents that are happening across the United States. 4.5 million people have come across the border. 1.2 million people who also have come across the border. The United States has no idea where they are. If even 1% of those people who are unaccounted for are terrorists or vigilantes or just want to wreak havoc. 
They're doing it now, and the American people are asleep. You know, I, I would I would tend to agree with you that there's so much going on in this country that we are not spending money where it should be. And one of the things that people are saying in that poll, when they're giving so much money to Ukraine, they're saying, what about homeless veterans? You know, why aren't yeah. we why aren't we dealing with that problem? But you're right. And when you talk about the getaways, the people that are you know coming across the border and just get away. The problem I have with that is we don't know who they are. I mean, are they Chinese nationals? Are they are they terrorists? We don't even know who they are. They just blend into the economy. I don't know. What do you think? I believe that they are the ones wreaking havoc, slowly eroding our system. Fires. I, I, I just don't think that it's American people doing that. I think they're purposely infiltrating and doing these things. There wasn't any mention of a fire at the Oak Ridge nuclear facility on mainstream media. Right. And what about Ohio? I mean, Ohio is getting, you know, I mean, tongue service there. Ohio is just not getting anything from Washington. I agree with you. Mary, I got to go. You be careful. I can hear the wind out there on 81. We got to take a break here. Giles from Archibald. Hang on. We're going to get to your phone call next. The question we're asking, folks, is this is the beginning of the second year of the war in Ukraine. We know that, you know, Biden was just there. We know that there's lots of interest in Ukraine by some people. But, you know, there's a committee in Washington that wants to do an audit of all the money we're sending there. The poll out today is 50% of people in the United States, 50% of people in the United States say we need to unconditionally support the war in Ukraine. 50% say, no, we got to slow down. I'm wondering where you are. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Manila burns as the American drive to liberate the Philippine capital ends in victory. Parachute infantry drop in a surprise attack behind the enemy positions. Down below are fanatical Jap defenders who have been in control of the city for over three years. Tanks spearhead the land offensive on Manila, the final prize at the end of weeks of bloody fighting on Luzon.
outskirts of the town, the people turn out with gifts for their liberators. Twenty-three minutes after nine o'clock, Bob Cordaro show. I'm Frank Andrews. Well, we went from 1945 when Manila was freed from Japanese occupation to 1965 when the Beach Boys had that hit, "Help Me, Rhonda." So we are talking about Ukraine and breaking news on Ukraine. The United States just slapped more sanctions on Russia, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But we got busy phone calls, so I want to get back. Giles from Archibald on Ukraine. What are you thinking, Giles? Hello, Frank. Good morning. Uh, Frank, I am absolutely uh, in support of all that we can do over there and send them what they need. We absolutely do not want to see a slaughterhouse over there. After World War II, we had said never, never again will this ever happen. I don't understand. Um, There's uh, many people who are up in the air about this. I really can't comprehend them watching a slaughterhouse occur over there. They need our support. As far as I know, we are not sending them money to spend. We are sending them military goods to defend themselves and things that they need. They have no electric, no water. Nobody is getting rich over there. And uh, it is just uh, something that we live in a country under God we trust. By golly, we can't watch a, a slaughterhouse occur over there. We are the powerful, most powerful country in the world. We need to support them and have their back. Now, uh, that's what I have to say. No, And I appreciate that. You know, I, I think that one of the reasons that our area, northeastern and central Pennsylvania, has support for Ukraine is because there are many Ukrainian Americans that live here. People have their roots in Ukraine, just like many people have their roots in Poland and Lithuania and Ireland. So I think there's strong support for Ukraine from our area. But I think one of the things that hurts is when Biden goes over there and talks about how he's going to pay the pensions of people in Ukraine when people over here are hurting. Doesn't Don't you think some of that media attention hurts? Yes, it does. Uh, he's he's uh, way out on uh, really uh, something that's way out in left field on there. He has to just not even go that route at all. That's a big mistake, and it's making American people a little bit weary on what we're actually, what we really need to do and about these pension things that he's bringing up. It's totally, he shouldn't even... Uh, even be thinking about that. He's, we're trying to protect the people over there from a tyrant, uh, Vladimir Putin. Putin. Um, uh, and it is just a catastrophe. I just uh, can't see America turning away at this point. We can't watch uh, uh, a slaughterhouse occur over there. But thank you so much, Frank. Thank you, Giles. Pray for Ukraine, and I appreciate your call. Now, yesterday, last night at St. Vladimir's Church, the, the pastor there prayed this prayer. Our brothers and sisters, Lord, are once again threatened by aggressors who see them only as simple obstacles blocking the path to complete domination of the precious land and resources of the country of Ukraine. And we know that, you know, on a purely political purely political element. Putin wants to take Ukraine because he wants to reestablish the Soviet Union. And if Ukraine goes, probably most of Europe will go. So it's very complicated. Joe from Exeter on Ukraine. What do you think, Joseph? Hey, Frank, how you doing? Um, I'm a first-time caller on your show. I was listening to, uh, you know, some of your callers in the comments about Ukraine. You know, I don't, I don't believe that, I mean, I don't, I don't believe that 
Russia should be should be doing what they're doing, slaughtering people in Ukraine. But on the second thought, I mean, we have our own problems here in our country we need to take care of. And that's, I mean, in that poll, that's the number one reason why 50% of the people say we're doing too much in Ukraine, because they're saying there's so many problems here and we're not fixing them. You're right. I I mean, I'm I'm a veteran myself, you know, and and there's there's veterans that are looking for aid, for health care. They can't get it. Uh, The senior citizens. I mean, my mom is a senior citizen and there's a lot of them that are living you know, pay your Social Security check to Social Security check, but yet the United States still feels obligated to play big brother to all of these countries. Yeah, and I, I don't understand it when we should be taking care of our own first. Well, I agree. And yesterday I said on the air, and I got a lot of lot of feedback on it. I said I think they should come up with a stimulus check for senior citizens just for energy bills, a stimulus for energy bills, because our seniors are getting crushed by electric bills, getting crushed by oil bills, getting crushed by natural gas bills. They got an eight point seven percent increase, and it's gone just in utilities. Absolutely. I mean, my my mom, she's on Social Security. Okay, she gets that that SNAP program. Yeah. And they just cut it back, right? Twenty-four dollars a month. Yeah, big deal, right? Yeah. I mean, what, what are you, you going to buy with twenty-four dollars a month? One one dozen eggs. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Exactly. Oh, Joseph. I mean, you know, I was I was I was deployed in in in, um, in two thousand two, and I mean, you know, I, I see what the United States, what they do for other countries. Yeah. You know, I mean, I feel as though if if a country needs aid, all the con- all the other countries in the world, the European Union should step up, pay their fair share. Because yeah. if I'm not mistaken, the United States has sent what twenty four point eight billion dollars in aid and assets that's, to Ukraine. That's that's about right. That's 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 the number that people are t- throwing around. You're right. That's a lot, a lot of money. Where's the accountability? Right. Where's that? You know, my question is, where's all that money come from? I mean, it's like like we we have a we have a money tree in the backyard of the White House. They just turn around. We're going to give two billion dollars more, two billion dollars more, four billion dollars here. We're going to do equity justice here. I mean, just all kinds of nutty stuff. So, Joe, I got to go. But thank you. And God bless you. And thank you for your service. It is nine thirty. Okay, Pat. Hang on. Pat from West Wyoming. You're our next phone call. We're asking people, do you support Ukraine or do you have some questions? Because of a poll out today, 50% of Americans say, yes, do anything we can and support Ukraine unconditionally. 50% say we've gone too far. Now, I think that I think that poll nationwide would not represent people in northeastern and central Pennsylvania. I think we are more supportive of Ukraine here. All right, let's go to uh, Pat from West Wyoming, and we're talking about Ukraine. Where are you on the whole subject, Pat? Well, I think enough is enough. And like Joe, and good to hear you again, Frank. Thank you. Um, as Joe says, as long as it takes, he keeps saying that, you know, the support to them. I think the reason Biden is so eager to help Ukraine is because of Hunter's business ventures in Ukraine. And between the money to Ukraine and supporting two million border crosses, our life is depleted quality. And I think enough is enough. 
Well, you know, a lot of people would agree exactly with you. And, and you know, the, the texts that are coming in and the phone calls are coming in, we've got some people that say unconditional support from Ukraine. But most of the people that are texting are saying we got too many problems at home that need to be dealt with. And I think you're right. That's a problem here. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Pat. Um, see, here's what I think. I, I think most people would agree that we need to support Ukraine. Right? We support it from the beginning, and we certainly don't want to pull out right now, because if we pulled out or didn't give him anything, right, Putin would just march in and take over, and God forbid, right? However, I think the Biden administration, and I've said this before and I've said it in the past, I think the Biden administration are crummy communicators. They don't, they don't know how to communicate. Like, I, I, I just can't imagine... A senior citizen hearing that Biden is going over there to pay the pensions of Ukrainian people. You know, I mean, there there might be a way to say that where you don't where you don't feel like you're ignoring the senior citizens here. You know, if he went over there and said, look, you know, there are people here who are hurting. We want to make sure that they, you know, have electricity, water, and they're going to have some source of income. We want to help the people who are refugees. You know, people here would go, yeah, of course, we're not going to abandon them. But to go over there and say, we're going to pay the pensions of Ukrainians. You know, we got senior citizens here who are choosing whether or not they're going to eat cat food or pay their electric bill. I mean, he, he's a crummy communicator. I don't, I don't know what else to say. He's just a a crummy communicator. Luciano on Ukraine, what do you think, my friend? Thank you for taking my call. Uh, Frank, I said it right. Frank, forgive me for my blunder. Uh, uh, I do it at work. Uh, I heard from a Christian talk radio station. Open your mouth. Open your ears, everybody. We have presently spent over $194 billion with financial aid and military, not including, not not with with the exception of military aid, European countries have only spent between four and six billion dollars protecting Ukraine. So that's like comparing the ant to a full-grown elephant. (laughs) And uh, yes, Frank, I'm telling you, we're going down like like the Titanic. One last thing. I used to have a, a, a CD, Michael Savage recorded, a, a former supervisor from uh, Homeland Security. There's presently, I had it, but I threw it away, between 30 and 35% of people in federal and state prisons are illegal, committing crimes such as murder, rape, drug smuggling, armed robbery, child molestation. Munch on that, people out there. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Luciano. Um, You know, I don't know how many years ago. It's probably 15, maybe even longer. I visited San Francisco. And it was a beautiful, beautiful place. We went, we visited Alcatraz, you know, we, we, you know, we're typical tourists, but I remember San Francisco is just a beautiful place. You know, I wouldn't go there now unless I had a National Guard, uh, you know, team there protecting me. Why? Because it is filled with homeless people living on the street, shooting up drugs. And that's not the only city. We've got cities, all big cities all over the country where you've got such a homeless population that you can't even move. You know, there's, there's feces on the street, there's broken needles, you know, all kinds. Of, and I think to myself, yes, the people in Ukraine are hurting, but man, we got a mess here in the United States. We got a real, real problem here in the United States. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go. John from Nanakoke on Ukraine. What do you think, John? 
Hey, Frank, good to hear you on this uh, last couple of days. But Thank you. You're right on the question of where this money is coming from. If you remember with uh, Trump's border fence, which was nothing more than a passive security measure, they couldn't find $2 billion. Or yep. two, you know, and now all of a sudden this money's just coming out of nowhere. And, and, and for weapons that are killing people, the border fence wasn't killing anyone. It was passive security. These people love war. They love death and destruction. They're just hell-bent on it. So now, are you in favor of support, but are you saying that we're, we're, we're wasting money, that we're peeing money away here, or what do you... Oh, what? yeah, I, I support the Ukraine. You know, they, they have just as much right to peace as everyone else. And I've questioned from the beginning, I, I don't know why, when we made them remove the nuclear weapons, that we didn't give them anti-aircraft artillery. Yeah. You know, that would have been a passive measure that, you know, we left it happen. Yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, you know, we're given lots of weapons there. I, I don't know what's missing, but I'm still, I'm boy, I'll tell you, you can't believe how the techs are burn, burning up here when he's talking about paying the pensions of people in Ukraine. People see that, and that's what I'm talking about being a crummy communicator. People see that as wasting money in the wrong area. You're right. Give them anti-aircraft, give them tanks, give them the kamikaze drones, as Lieutenant Colonel Albert talked about a long time ago, and see what that held. I got to go, my friend, but thank you, John, for calling. All right, let's see. It's 20 minutes now before nine we got to take a break but my wife just texted and said they're in the car listening and my my baby girl briar hi bry she asked me if i would say hi to her briar hi this is daddy i'm on the air here and i'm thinking about you i miss you when i come home we got to do our chores so make sure you're ready because we got work to do <laughs> i love talking to my kids i miss them and and to my wife I love you with all my heart we'll be home soon we're talking about ukraine joe from sugar Nuts. now where are you in this whole subject joseph my heart goes out to those people there, those children, those older people that are getting slaughtered. That's the word. They're getting slaughtered there. And, and uh, you know, the thousands of bombs that Putin has leveled on those people. I'd like to have one bomb just over Russia. What would he do? Just one bomb. And you know something? Uh, I... I, I uh, Former President Trump should call his buddy Putin and say, what are you doing? What are you doing to these people? Let them live. See, now, what you just said, a bunch of people have texted, too, and said, we're giving all the weapons, we're giving all the money, but why aren't we over there trying to broker peace? If China's over there kind of come up with a ceasefire, why the heck aren't we? Well, uh, Trump, that's his buddy Putin. He should just... Pick up the phone and say, let's let's sit down and talk here. Let's back off here. Yeah, we got to do something. Thank you, Joseph, and I appreciate your support for Ukraine. We've got to come up with a way to stop it. You know, Joe said something, and it, it always grabs my heart. What about the children? What about the children? I mean, there are children that have been left orphans. I mean, it's just a very, very sad situation. My good friend, Lee from Scranton. How are you, Lee? How you been? Everything good? Yeah, Frank, everything's good. But, you know, I just wanted to chime in and say that, you know, what really needs to happen here, and, you know, people are talking about Trump. Trump's not the president. Trump has nothing to do with this. So let's get that right out of the way, and let's go to the real problem. The real problem is we need a team of military people on the ground there to, to estimate what it would take to rapidly destroy the Russian military in Ukraine as quickly as possible, and then, look at do a land lease like we did during World War II, 
and lend the Ukrainians the equipment to make it happen. But I'm talking about something more on the lines of German blitzkrieg, equipment and weapons that are cutting edge, unleash them, let them feel what real military power is. Because I think what's going on in this out with this whole situation is I think the Chinese just got done mapping our country with that balloon over all our sensitive military sites. And I think that in the future someday they're going to use hypersonic weapons to take out all these targets with low-yield nuclear weapons that maybe blow up stuff in a mile perimeter. And when we play all these games, we're, we're, giving, we're giving the Ukrainian stuff too slow, right? And we think we're bleeding the Russians out, but we're not. We're bleeding ourselves out. And we lack leadership, and we don't have a president in the White House capable of carrying out his duties or a vice president. So, I mean, and the American people voted for him. And, you know, you listen to people talk about seniors and the poverty they're living in. Well, they stay home for the last 40 years and didn't care who they voted for or what they did. So when you take a look at our country in general, that's why we're in the trouble we're in, Frank. Too many people think that voting doesn't matter that their, you know, ethics doesn't matter, who they elect doesn't matter, and what they do doesn't matter. And now we're to a country that's been deindustrialized, okay, that has, you know, you were talking about homeless. The city of Scranton has a ton of homeless camps around the perimeter of the city and inside the city. We've got to stop lying to ourselves, Frank. Everything's in trouble in this country, and the people, they're responsible for every bit of it. Yeah. Lee, it's always good to hear from you, and you always make sense. Um, you know, I'm thinking about that homeless population in Scranton. There's an area down where it goes a- along the Lackawanna River where people run. It's a, There's a track down there. And someone was talking to me the other day about uh, this was a woman who likes to run in our neighborhood. And I said to her, don't you dare run there alone because it's just not safe. Because you're right, there are homeless people there. There are areas there that are just very, very dangerous. And we do have a large homeless population. But what the heck do you do? You know, when I'm talking about Biden being a crummy communicator, when he went over there, by the way, I'll, I'll finish my thought in just a minute because we got to take a break here. I believe there's some producer prices that came out today, which kind of tied to inflation. So we got to get the Bloomberg Money Minute that's coming up in about 45 seconds. When we come back, I want to continue to talk about Ukraine and take your phone calls at 883-0098. I'll tell you about the new sanctions that have been slapped on Russia today, too. But I'm really interested, where are you? Do you support Ukraine unconditionally or with certain conditions? Or are you the people who say, Nope, we've done too much. We got to stop. We are talking about the fact that we are now entering the second war. This is unbelievable, isn't it? The second. Can you imagine the people in Ukraine dealing with this for a year? Do you remember the stories when this began? People were going into underground tunnels to try and get away from the shelling. They were having prayer services there. I mean, we saw so much of it in the beginning, and then it kind of dropped off. And now, you know, see, here's what I mean. I, I was talking about Biden being a crummy communicator. He's getting all kinds of flack now for going over there and talking about how he's going to pay the pensions of people in Ukraine. If he went over there and said, look, we understand that the people in Ukraine are really suffering and we want to help any way we can. And we understand from our senior citizens how they need to make sure that they're getting their pensions, some sort of income. So, you know, what I want to do is I want to give some money to Ukraine and hope that the European countries will do the same just so that people have some source of income just to live. 
But while I'm saying that, I also want to announce that we are doing something to help our senior citizens. We're going to give them a stimulus to pay their energy bills. If he tied in help for the seniors in the United States with help for the senior citizens of Ukraine, it would have been a non-deal. I mean, he people would have just said, boy, thank you, Joe. We appreciate that. But he goes over there talking about helping other people when people here are hurting. And I think that, you know, that's where he misses the communication. He doesn't know how to polish his own halo, and it makes me crazy. Joseph from Trips Park over in the West Scranton area. What's up, Joe? Hi, how are you, Frank? Uh, real quick, with your Ukraine, it, I understand why people feel like we shouldn't be helping as much. We have bigger problems here. But that's not Ukraine's fault. That's not Russia's fault. That's our government's fault. I mean, this uh, administration is using this as a distraction because they have no answers for what's going on here. They had no answers before Ukraine was invaded, and they have no answers now. So they're kind of just hanging on by this Ukraine threat, trying to change the narrative and distract us from them not doing anything here. So you're like me. It's our government's problem because they don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to do this in a right way. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, For those that feel that we shouldn't be helping Ukraine as much, look at Russia's invasion history over the last 20 years. Several countries have been invaded. They're planning to rebuild the Soviet Union. I look at this as preventative maintenance because we cannot afford to have, I don't know, the biggest evil empire in modern history to rise up again. Because if we're not sending money now, we're going to be sending soldiers 10 years from now. So you have to choose which one you want to do. Yeah. Thank you very much, Joe. I appreciate it. Now, here's here's one of the texts that came in. Uh, My opinion, I think we should continue to help Ukraine, but we also put our efforts towards getting other countries, other countries, including, you know, the the NATO countries, other countries to continue as what to contribute as well. Use our way to make them help. Ukraine should not turn into the enemy here because we are helping. They are the victim. Keep the focus on Russia. I agree with that. Also, I love how people tout Christianity until a time like this when they abandon your fellow brother who was in need. That's a very good message for uh, for Lent as well. And that text came in from my wife who was listening in the car with my daughter Briar. And so, uh, you know, inter- interesting where people are going. But I would gr- agree with that 1,000%. Yes, we need to help, but we're not the piggy bank of the world. Those na- the, Europe, the, the Ukraine is right there, smack dab. They should be doing much more. Germany should be doing more. Poland should be doing more. All of the countries surrounding the Ukraine, they should be the number one supporter, not the United States. States. But, you know, it just kind of turns the other way around. All right, let's see. Where are we going? We got lots of phone calls, and we always have room for yours. 8830098. So hang on, Gene, and hang on, Barbara. We got to take a break here. But if you can hang on, I want to get to your phone calls right after news. But I want to give you the very latest information on what's happening. Of course, Zelensky is going to come out and talk about the fact that we are entering the second year of this war in Ukraine. In the meantime, the one year anniversary of Russia's invasion of of Ukraine, the United States is hammering Russia with a new round of economic sanctions designed to undermine the country's ability to wage war. So what are they doing? The U.S. Treasury Department announced today deep-cutting new sanctions targeting the metals and mining sector of Russia's economy. In coordination with our allies and G7 partners, the U.S. aims to stop Vladimir Putin's ability to obtain capital materials and technologies that enables the Russian military to sustain its war against Ukraine. The Treasury Department said today the sweeping sanctions target more than 200 individuals that are involved and 200 different countries that would be helping the economy of Russia. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.